Praise the Lord and welcome to the broadcast today. This is our Romans Bible study that we have every Monday morning and Thursday morning at 8.30 a.m. Central Time right here in my office. I'm all by myself on Mondays and Thursdays and I just uh, produce this broadcast, this Romans Bible study online. Uh, you can watch it, Curtis Hutchinson, my Facebook, uh, not my Curtis Hutchinson, but my Pastor Curtis Facebook page or the Curtis Hutchinson 316 YouTube channel. And after it's over, you'll find it in those places and the website, which is thecrosswaychurch.com. Just excited to be here today. What a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful service we had yesterday here at Crossway Church. And just the Spirit of God moving among us during praise and worship and the preaching of the Word and, and, and just the ministry of the Holy Spirit taking place even throughout the service and the altar call. And we just give God all the praise and we're so thankful to have a place where we can get together with like minds, striving together, not for all different sorts of things, but for the faith of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I'm thankful for the truth of God's word that we here at Crossway Church love the truth of God's word. What does that mean? That means it is the word of God in the context of the one who said he is the truth and what he did at Calvary, the only thing that allows the Holy Spirit to apply truth to our lives. And we're thankful for that today. Again, today is Romans chapter 12. This is part 10 on probably the best day of the year, July the 27th. Uh, and uh, here on a, what is it, Monday morning. And I hope you get your Bibles and follow along with us. And uh, again, there's nothing like learning the truth of God's Word because that is what the Holy Spirit guides us in, works in, and that is exclusively all God's works are done in truth. Read it in Psalms 33, 4 and shout for joy or get mad, uh, whatever you need to do. But I'm a Bible believer, hallelujah. And all God's works are done in truth. It's truth. This might help you with that. It's the same truth that delivered God's people out of Egypt it's the same truth that hardened Pharaoh's heart. Truth can harden a heart if we resist it, or truth can soften the heart as we acknowledge it and repentance can come and the victory can be experienced and the blessings of the Lord. Hallelujah. That's, that Man, that's so good to know today. And I'm excited, hallelujah, to know it. Romans chapter 12, we'll start in verse 16, try to make it through this end of this chapter today possibly. But this is, this is where we'll begin today in verse 16. It, it is of utmost importance that we follow along with this today. Uh, maybe get your pencil and your paper out and write these things, these scriptures down that I'm about to give you concerning what we're about to read in verse 16. Verse 16 of Romans chapter 12 says, Be of the same mind one toward another. The same mind. Now, now this is going to be powerful today because, you know, we, we talk about God's word is God's commands for his people. It's, it, they're not options. We don't get to pick and choose God's word is God's commands. And I don't even, and no Christian has the right to pick and choose uh, 
the scriptures that I that we decide the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Truth, will guide us into. No, we're told to study the Word, Amen, so that we can show ourselves approved unto God, Amen. So that we, as we study the Word, the Holy Spirit will guide us into the truth that He, as God, knows that we need to learn, we need to experience, we need to, uh, we need to be uh, carried through these things that try to hinder. He chooses the truth He will guide us. And that's why it's so important to be involved in a local church that's preaching the truth of God's Word. You say, well, all of God's Word is truth. You're absolutely right. But the main question is, is God's Word being ministered to you? As truth because 99% of the time it's it's not being ministered as the truth which it is and we need to understand that God's Word is truth but but is it being delivered put on the table for us as truth because we can we can preach and teach God's Word all under law as law that if you'll do these things God will save you and that that's law that's not what Jesus did that freely is given to us and as we receive the promise freely through faith alone. And so not just for salvation, but for all of the grace of God to be sufficient in all of the days of our lives. Hallelujah. And that's where we've missed it for years. We've understood by grace through faith for salvation initially, but we have no clue as a church today about by grace through faith for daily living in victory. Excuses out the window and we live victorious. I didn't say you're perfect, but you are following the perfect one and you are expressing him who is the perfect one, hallelujah. And, 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 and when we do fall, I didn't say if, but when we do fall, we get back up because of who we are in him and we keep going. Come on now. You got to understand this. This is going to be very important today. Be of the same mind. That means you, you, you're not to be in any local church planted where everybody believes all kind of different stuff about how you get saved and how you live in victory. No, there are churches popping up all over this nation and even other nations today that are teaching this one avenue of faith and grace, which is faith in the cross alone, and congregations are being established where that is the mindset. And that's why I want to say to those of you who've been listening to the message of the cross for some while now, but you're still trapped and that's what it is you're trapped in a place because of the fear of man what they would think grandma would think wife or husband would think if you were to move out of where you planted yourself to where God wants to plant you in a house of worship in a congregation where they are all of the same like mind. Watch this now. I'm going to give you some scriptures to go along with this verse 16 today in Romans 12. Be of the same mind one toward another. Mind not high things. And that means don't set your mind on high things. And a high thing is anything other than that humble, obedient heart because of your faith in Christ and what He did at Calvary. Now watch this. Don't, your, don't set your mind on, don't mind high things, but condescend, and that means associate with men of low estate. Who are they? The humble. 
Listen very carefully and never, ever forget this. God only sees humility at the cross. Our humility is not our tears. It's not our nice little sweet attitudes and praise God for all of that. Tears are of God. God gave us tears, but that don't mean he's, that He's actually doing what's being done just because we're crying. It doesn't mean we're uh, humble just because we're crying. It doesn't mean we're humble just because we're polite, well-mannered uh, uh, people, soft-spoken of God. and All that's good. It's great. Praise God for it. Uh, it, it but it's not humility. And God's eyes unless it's a trust from the heart in the work of Christ at Calvary. Never forget that. The only humility and obedience we can express, we can experience is the humility and obedience of Christ. You say, well, no, we, we have to humble ourselves. The only humbling place is the cross because God only gives grace to the humble and grace only comes through faith in the cross, Galatians 2.21. Let me say it again. God only gives grace to the humble and grace is what God does. <laughs> and grace only comes through faith in the death of Jesus, Galatians 2.21. That means what God does in you, the only way that you and I can glorify God is by allowing God to do in us what needs to be done and through us what needs to be done. And He does that. It's called grace. And grace only flows to the humble. And the humble are only those who trust in the humility and obedience of Christ in His death. Death on the cross. Never forget that. So... Be of the same mind one toward another. Don't be, don't be setting your mind on high things. A high thing is anything, anything you're trusting in other than the work of Christ at Calvary. Don't, don't associate with the high and heady, high-minded. Who are they? Listen, this is not talking about the bankers or I'm, I don't want to say just bankers because there's humble bankers, and, but just, just the, the, the men of the city who, who are highly esteemed of all people because of their business, their positions or whatever. Forgive me for saying bankers are great bankers, humble bankers before God. But humility... It's what we're looking for among other people because we don't want to fellowship with the heady and high-minded. Who are they? Those who are trusting in anything other than the cross of Christ. Sitting under preachers who are preaching God's Word, teaching God's Word, but outside of the context, the only context of God's Word through which grace can flow is my faith in the death of Jesus. When I move away from that, think I don't need any more of that. I've got the message of the cross. Now it's time to move on. That just proves you don't have it like you need it. And therefore, you're going to suffer greatly for that. I had a woman years ago tell me after coming to our church for about three months, she said, I've got the message of the cross, brother. I'm going back to my church. And I hadn't ever seen her again. See her in Walmart every once in a while. Bless her darling heart. But those people don't really get it. They're back where they come from, and they didn't carry the message back where they come from. They just moved right back in. They thought the message of the cross was something they, okay, I got it. Put it on the back shelf, and I'm going back to the way we've always done things. You didn't get it. You, listen, those who have the understanding of the cross, they want more of it, and there's no end of the knowledge of it, and there's no end of a, of a, of a desire for it. God will continue to increase in your heart if 
you keep looking that direction. Hallelujah. Uh, but we're told, we're told to associate with the humble men of low estate, with them. Be not wise in your own conceits. Now I want to give you some scriptures concerning this same mind, this one mind. And you know, I know the, the, the natural thought is, well, how can, how can everybody be of one mind? We all have different minds. No, we all have the mind of Christ. We've all been given the, the same uh, status of a mind, sound mind. We've all been given the mind of Christ. The Bible says that. We've all been given a sound mind. The Bible says that. And we're all, I'm going to read it to you. The first scripture is Philip, Philippians <laughs> Philip, Philippians 1.27. Now watch this. For those of you who want more than a church to say you go to, those of you who want to learn the truth, of God's Word because that's what the Holy Spirit will guide you in and increase you in and strengthen you in and encourage you in. The Holy Spirit not going to do anything He can't guide you in. What He does is, is located where He's able to guide you in. And as long as your faith is in the truth, which is a man named Jesus, and what He did at Calvary for that truth of who He is to make you free from sin and now to legally allow the Holy Spirit to guide you into the truth of God's written word, it must be in the context of the word that became living and went to the cross for us. Never forget that. Philippians 1.27, watch this very carefully. Only let your conversation, that means your conduct, that means your words, that means your behavior, your lifestyle. Only let your conversation be as it is as it becomes the gospel of Christ. Is my life that which is becoming the gospel, growing in the gospel, expressing the good news of Jesus that I'm no longer a sinner, I'm a saved saint, hallelujah. I'm not perfect, but I'm following the perfect one. Watch now, that whether I come and see you or else be absent, I may hear of your affairs, Paul says, that you stand fast, get ready for this, you need to know this, that you stand fast, and if there's going to be true unity in the church, it's not going to be outside of what I'm about to read to you. There is no biblical unity outside of what I'm reading to you. Watch this, that you stand fast in one spirit with one mind. And what's going on when you're in one spirit in one mind? You're striving together for the faith of the gospel. Oh, so many people have thrown that out and that's why they have to go through time and time again all the mess they go through. They have to fight to maintain positions. They, they, they walk in a place of subtle deception where it's more important to them to have a preacher with a denominational title than it is one who knows the truth of God's Word and, and preachers are hired in churches and, and there's maybe some people in that church that, that really know the message of the cross uh, that it's the answer and they want their preacher to preach it so they train him to say the right thing so at least he can have an appearance but let me tell you something folks denominational mean, denominations mean absolutely nothing to God and when you get a hold of this you will up 
root, you will let God pluck you up and pluck you out of where you've been for years when you truly get a hold of this, that title, oh, all the things we've strived for, fought to keep, oh, what daddy had, oh, what my granddaddy and daddy uh, were or may be today. But when you get a hold of this, Jesus said when they asked him or when they told him, said, your family's out here wanting to see you. He said, no, my family are those who do the will of the Father. Father. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Listen, you know you've got the cross when, when the Holy Spirit's able to move you out of some of the things where you've been involved in, tied to. Glory to God. And He just never stops doing it. He just keeps bringing you out. Glory to God. Oh, I pray. There's people in every city and every town that needs to come on out. Oh, they, they, they've heard it for years, the truth of the cross, but they're still there, stuck, trapped in so many things things because there's just there's degrees of surrender because there's degrees of surrender there will be degrees of what God can do you need to understand that the only place of true unity is when we as the Bible says here are standing fast (laughs) not moved away from standing fast in one spirit with one mind and what we're striving for, the Bible says, is the faith of the gospel. Did you see it? How many places, how many local congregations are actually striving together for the faith of the gospel? Watch this now, Philippians chapter 2, verse 2. Fulfill ye my joy that you be like-minded, same mind, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind. There can be no one mind unless we're striving together for the faith of the gospel. For that is what gave us the mind of Christ. That is what gave us the sound mind. And, and, and the mind of Christ and the sound mind only operates when our faith is in the cross of Christ. Now, preachers don't want to hear this today. They're a dime a dozen. They've opted out of the way of the cross for victorious living. They, they, and some of them who have not opted out of the way of the cross for victorious living, they've opted out of the way of the cross for all of God's grace. For the avenue of righteousness is only grace and grace is only avenue is our faith in the death of Jesus. Galatians 2.21, that one verse spells it out, points it out. You say, well, I'm already righteous. Now we move on. No, you're already righteous because of your faith in the cross, but yet the only way that you and I can serve righteousness which is in that same sixth chapter of Romans where we're told we were made righteous, servants of righteousness. The only way we can continue to serve that righteousness is by the grace of God. And the grace of God only flows into our lives through our faith in the cross of Christ. We do not move on from the cross, my friend. Yes, we move on and we mature, but we do it through a denial of self, taking up our cross 
and following Christ. The cross is never out of the picture. If it is, you're out of the will of God. The cross is never out of the picture. We don't learn this and put it on a shelf and then we move on to the deeper things of God. Let me ask you this. Is there anything deeper than God's love? Absolutely not. And the manifestation of God's love, the Bible tells us in 1 John chapter 4, verses 9 and 10, is what Jesus did at Calvary. So for me to operate in love, my faith must remain in Christ and what He did at Calvary. And to reject that thought, that truth, is to make myself heady and high-minded. Think about that. 1 Peter 3, 8 says, Finally, be ye all of one mind, having compassion one of another. Love as brothers. Be pitiful. Be merciful. Be courteous. Now, we know what we should do. We're told in the Bible, and this is where the church has been for centuries. We know what we should do. We know how we should act. And for centuries, the church, because they've not known the way of the cross for daily living, they've not understood. Really, it's not even been there except in the Word. It's not been in pulpits. Rarely, oh my friend, so rarely will you find anybody before Brother Swaggart begin to write about it in all his commentaries, but before God began to pour through Brother Swaggart in 1996-97, right there somewhere, this way of sanctification, victorious living, where the sin nature no longer dominates us, the only avenue being the way of the cross. And we have to understand the cross as it pertains to us today, 2,000 years later. That the cross was more than just getting us in the kingdom and forgiving us of our sins, but it is the only avenue of all grace. And if you reject this, you won't operate by grace. Now granted, there are many ministers who hear us preaching and teaching what we do. They get mad and they don't like it. And, and, and the reason, main reason they don't is because if they teach and preach this, they lose control. But here's the good news. They also, they also lose the stress and the, and the struggles and the striving for everything they've been involved in, taking all those pills for all those headaches. They're de- they can be delivered from that if they'll just start striving for the faith of the gospel. That way the Holy Spirit can have control and we don't have to control. Hallelujah. We, we don't have to try to control everything anymore. Now see, that's good news. Oh, glory to God. Watch this now. Philippians 3.16 says this, Nevertheless, whereto we have already attained. What have we already attained? Salvation by grace through faith and what Jesus did at Calvary. Watch this. What we, Nevertheless, whereunto, whereto we have already attained, let us walk by the same rule. Let us mind the same thing. When you walk away from the cross, you're no longer functioning with the mind of Christ. It's an impossibility. Because functioning with the mind of Christ means the Holy Spirit is working in your life. But those who no longer are trusting in Christ and what He did at the cross, and that alone, my friends, the Bible says in Galatians 1 and 6, we've removed ourselves from Him. Trusting in anything other than the cross of Christ 
is a removal of ourselves from Him. He didn't leave you. He won't forsake you. But we leave and forsake Him and the way He works. The cross was a legal matter. That's why the words are used, justified by the blood. Justified. So the Holy Spirit is legally allowed to work in your life. Romans 8, 2 tells us that. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus, speaking of in his death where you were immersed when you believed upon him, Romans 6, 3, is allowed legally to work in your life, to, to strengthen and encourage and to guide you into all the truth that you need today to continue to walk in liberty, continue to be a servant of God's righteousness. Hallelujah, that's good news. Now watch this. Be of the same mind, back in verse 16 of Romans 12, be of the same mind, one toward another. Don't mind the high things, the things that are there that are not within your striving together for the faith of the gospel. But condescend, that means associate with the humble. Men of low estate, be not wise in your own conceits, which means your own estimations. How many today are estimating that we don't really need the message of the cross? I know a preacher right now couple hours away from here. We wanted to have a crusade in that town. And a group of people got together. And of course, you always want a church to be there backing you when you get there. And, and that group of people in that church brought it to their pastor. And that pastor said to the people, do we really want that message in our town? Now this is preacher. This is preacher who pastors a church. Do we really want the message of the cross coming to our town? Now, who knows what was in the mind, in the heart of that dear brother. I don't know if it was a, he didn't like, he didn't like the avenue through which the message comes. Well, he don't like Paul either. I, I don't understand that. Do we, do we really want this message coming to our town? You know what that's really saying is that I've already got Something else I'm trusting in. Something else I'm giving the people here. Do we really want the message of the cross to come into our town? That will take it. That sounds kind of pharisaical, don't it? Who is this Jesus coming, showing up, taking all the attention away? So many preachers today get so mad at, at preachers preaching the message, especially Brother Swagger. Well, ever since he's been on the air, he's just been pulling people out of our churches. You're, you're not preaching the truth of the cross is what's got people leaving your church. And if you are preaching the truth of the cross and they're leaving, that just means they're not willing to follow. They're not willing to to remain in the crowd of the humble. They, their, their thoughts have elevated. They're, they're thinking more highly of themselves than they ought to. Now let's back up to verse 3 here in this chapter. It's very important. For I say through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think. Now how do I stop doing that? And how do I know when I am doing that? because we did it for centuries and didn't even know we were doing it. Deception means I don't know that I don't know. But I think I do. Watch now. Verse 3, the end of it. But to think soberly. What is sober thinking? What is sober-mindedness? What is sound mind? Watch. But to think 
soberly to think with that sound mind you've received according as God has dealt to every man the measure. That means the portion of faith. And when you see the word measure, it means it's been measured from something. It's been it's a portion. It's been portioned. You put only a, a third a cup of this in the, in the cake. You, you put a half a cup of this in the cake. Well, you've been given the portion of faith that was portioned, measured from the faith of Jesus Christ who loved you and gave himself for you. And the Apostle Paul in Galatians 2.20 said, that's the faith we live by. This measure of faith will not operate as God intends it to operate unless its object remains in that which allowed you to be dealt that measure of faith by God. And if that's the faith you're operating in, you're functioning in, and it it is if your faith is in the cross. But when you mix things with what you're trusting in with the cross, that measure won't work. See, Galatians 5, 6 says... Faith works by love. We don't have to work hard to love people. The faith that we've had dealt to us works by love. It's the love through which Jesus loved us and gave himself at Calvary. And if you're operating by a faith that works by love, the fruit of that faith is love, peace, joy, You're not having to work to love God, work to love your spouse, work to love uh, those that hate you. Your faith is at work by love and produces love. Glory to God. I like it simple. I like it pre-K, hallelujah. Glory to God. Simple like a child can get it. And I just praise God, hallelujah, that the Word of God can be understood, walked in. And oh, I'm so thankful that it's not hard. It doesn't matter how, how... Low your IQ might be in math, history, geography, uh, whatever the case may be. God's not calling <coughs> you to be smart in any of the worldly things. He, and He didn't make salvation initially or daily to be lived hard. It's called the simplicity of Christ. And if we're moved away from that, Paul said it's only because our minds are no longer striving together for the faith of the gospel, but they're being corrupted by something that is not the faith of the gospel. That's what the Bible teaches. I'm glad to be a Bible believer today. I'm glad you're watching. If you're watching me, I know that you want to know God's Word. You want to know the truth of God's Word. And I'm praying He will impart that into your heart. And He will through a hunger and a desire to know the truth of His Word, His name, is Jesus. Jesus is the truth of God's Word. He is the living Word. Glory to God. I know you've been blessed in this session today, and I hope you join us again Thursday morning at 8.30 a.m. Central Time right here as we move on through this 12th chapter. You, You didn't let me finish it today. You got me hung up here, and I just praise God for getting hung up in the Word of God anywhere. So be here with us Thursday morning at 8.30 again, and help share these broadcasts. Share them on your Facebook page. Don't be ashamed of the gospel. Don't be ashamed of those who are delivering the gospel. But share it. Your family, your friends, your co-workers need 
to be learning the truth of God's Word, the correct focus of God's Word. And oh, how thankful they'll be that you shared it one day. And I'm thankful for you. Don't forget to pray for us. Don't forget to sow financially into this ministry that we might reach farther and farther. And uh, we're thankful for those of you who do. You can do that at thecrosswaychurch.com. You can also do it as you text your giving to 903-231-5950. Just write the word give in the text box and we'll see you next time. God bless you. Don't forget, stay determined to know absolutely nothing but Christ and Him crucified. See you then.